Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on trees around your house. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansen. Hey, exciting to be here and talking the, uh, about trees on this sunny day with the sun shining through the branches. The sun shining. It's a beautiful day out there and it's, it's warm. It's gorgeous. We, we just survived a very cold winter and uh, now it's time for those of us who, uh, who can freshly venture outside our home to take a look at our yard and see which of the... 10,000 tasks we need to do next. Yes. Are the buds pu- budding yet? The, the buds and the budding. So if, you've, <laughs> if you have trees around your home, and of course we pretty much all do, as the home inspector, there are a number of items that I need you to know and to look at and to do. Heidi. That's so interesting. You wouldn't think that trees had anything to do with the home medic, but they do oh, really, but don't they? they do. Yeah. One of the, when I started doing home inspections... Uh, the thing I quickly found out is that the most common issue and the most reliable issue for me to write, write up at a, as a greenhorn home inspector back in the 1990s was that pretty much every home has some sort of drainage issue. And more recently, I have found that there are tree issues almost at every home as well. Oh, well, exactly. And first, when you said the drainage issue, I was thinking you meant along with the trees that it had something to do with that. But you're just saying that is a typical problem, and so are the trees being yeah, a typical problem. Drainage is so typical and so reliable, as a matter <laughs> of fact, as a, as a write-up issue for home inspectors that, you know, you pretty much any home inspector can, be, can walk up to any home and know that he at least just, has one issue to write up, and that's drainage. Uh, I don't want to say trees are number two, but they're pretty close. Really? So we're going to talk about the kinds of issues that uh, you can have with the trees in and around your yard. We're going to talk about the structural damage, the foundation damage, you know, the um, the following issues that each of the uh, different varieties of trees represent. Of course, we're not going to go through all of the species of trees, but we're going to cover in this segment the uh, the most meaningful ones uh, and the most dangerous and potentially injurious to use a word. Ah, I'm excited. This uh, I want to make sure my yard is measuring up to get the gold star for myself today. Yeah. And and uh and of course we're going to make you master <laughs> of your mansion, but uh in this case if we're talking about trees, it might be a huge TP because that's what we're using for for the structural uh <laughs> <laughs> on on the teepee, right? Maybe it'll be a tree hut. Yeah, there you go. You forgot. We, we could have I a, like tree huts with diamond linings. Oh, uh, yes, you do. <laughs> All right. So we're going to work towards that master of your tree hut. So, um, you know, one of the things I look for, pine trees are awesome. Pine trees are awesome. Uh, the And they're big. And they are especially big. Especially after and they start to grow. That's kind of the problem with pine trees, is you can get a pine tree that uh, starts off being a you know, six-inch sapling, and it ends up becoming you know 100 feet tall. Right, and 30 and, feet at the base or something like that. Right. And so even though the pine trees have needles uh, rather than leaves, they become basically a huge billboard, and any large windstorm is going to exert a lot of pressure on those 
Now, when you say a billboard, you mean the needles are blowing off is what I'm guessing you mean. Um, no, pretty much if you imagine wind blowing against and you've got to put yourself in the mindset of a structural engineer, uh, you, if, if you imagine wind blowing at, let's say, 70 miles an hour uh-huh. and it hits a billboard, it is going to be exerting a ton of force against that billboard. So in other words, the pine tree could get slapped right onto your house in a big windstorm? Pretty much, yeah. The, the, the storm, that 70-mile-an-hour storm, hits your pine tree, and imagine that it's, I don't know, 60 feet tall and uh, 25 feet wide. Mm-hmm. All of that force from the wind, even if it's only half a uh, pressure per square inch, or half of a pound of pressure per square inch, is still going to, over the entire tree, it's going to exert thousands of pounds of pressure against that tree and the only thing that's that's resisting that is the root ball and on pine trees those root balls are usually pretty small i see so this is beginning to make sense so pine trees are the first ones to fall over in a windstorm ah so if you're in a windy area or even in a you know you can have that kind of a wind gust even on in a normal residential neighborhood once in a while we get up to the 60 mile per hour winds yeah it's it's not that unusual here and we don't even live in tornado country right and you do hear those trees blowing over yeah smashing the family car breaking the front window from my experience um you know when you do get those heavy winds it's always the pine trees that are blowing over in whole now if you've got chunks of a tree that are falling over that's not pines but you know, and we'll cover those in a moment. But the pine trees, like I say, they're the first ones to fall over in the windstorm. I did an inspection just about a week ago, and uh, it was a pine that was actually planted within about six feet of the home. Mm. And it was actually already leaning, um, I'm going to say, at a, like a 20-degree angle. It was leaning heavy, heavily away from the house. Ooh. And the reason it was doing so is because in that area, the wind blew heavily uh, from the north, and it was leaning heavily to the south. So the wind had already got to it. So what if you've already got one? Should you try to get it pulled out, have it removed? Uh, yeah, and you need to do so carefully, because like in, the, in this example, uh, the roots are going to go where water goes, and they had a rain gutter that was dropping water right next to the foundation. Oh. And the, so the roots are going to be right next to the foundation. So if you pull that pine tree out there in this particular house that I just inspected, you're tearing up the foundation. Oh, that's not fun when the roots are all entwined with the foundation. Yeah, that's rip out the- never pleasant. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I did another inspection for a guy who, uh, in his case, he had very tall trees. Uh, they were they were cottonwood poplars, and uh, he was a tree surgeon. He was the guy that actually you know removed trees. Really, he had about these about ten massive trees about five six feet in diameter wow uh, on his property and i asked him how much he would have charged somebody else to remove those trees he says oh about five six thousand dollars wow whoa each each you're kidding me so yeah this is not so if you're not in the hometic business go into the tree removal business (laughs) apparently yeah (laughs) it's pretty profitable a yard like his would have been as much money to remove all the trees as it was for him to buy the property in the house wow that's crazy so, so um, be careful what you plant. <laughs> yeah, in addition, pine trees. I uh, have another story in that category. Uh, my son-in-law, I trained him to be a home inspector for a while there. Wow. And he got up on a roof one day, and he, and he came back down. He said, um, you need to see this. 
Really? There was a pine tree that was right next to the house, and the pine boughs had actually grown over and slightly into the chimney. (laughs) (laughs) I can see where that's going. And thank goodness that was a gas fireplace, because if it was a flame and it were hotter, it could have lit that, you know, as even though it was gas, it had actually burned the entire bough. Right. The, The tree was green, but the bough that was in the... There's still some heat coming Chimney out flare. there. Yeah, the... they were brown. Really? And so you imagine adding a little bit more heat or having anything else go bad at all. The tree is on fire, and uh, if you've seen those trees when they're on fire, man, they're, they're a bomb. Yeah, I can just imagine the whole house going, exploding pretty much into flames. Yeah, so now you've got this uh, 40, 40 foot tall tree that's, uh, I don't know, 20 feet wide, and it's a bomb, and it's right next to your house, and... And it's hard to avoid to imagine a scenario that doesn't result in that house burning down. Yeah, exactly. Run so, out the back door and stay away. Yeah, if you've got those, if you got a pine tree that is close to your house, uh, you know these are the things to think about. Is you know if that falls because of wind, what's that going to do to your house? Is it going to fall in the pathway of electrical wires? Is it going to fall on little Johnny? Uh, those sorts of things, and then of course. Where is it relative to the chimney? So if you just planted the pine tree, go out there and dig it up while it's still small. <laughs> it's much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I have another story. I was uh, I had one of my uh, kids that came home one day with a pine tree. <laughs> and they're like, plant it, Dad. So I said, all right, I'll go put it somewhere. And I, uh, I went out and planted it and and. A couple of years later, I noticed it was still alive. <laughs> and you're surprised. And that was not where I would plant a tree now, but it's there, and I certainly couldn't remove it. So, you know, you, you just got to, I guess, moral of the story is, especially if you got pines, you got to be careful about planting them away from the house. And then, of course, you know that the needles are aesthetic, acidic, and they, uh, when they drop, they kind of acidify the soil so that nothing else can grow in the vicinity of that tree. Yes, and I've heard that. And they also can hurt little bunnies, too, by the way. Little bunnies. Yeah. I know I'm not supposed to lead us off track too far, but yeah, the pine needles supposedly falling in your bunny cages can kill the bunnies. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw I wonder out. if it would work on my dog. <laughs> All right. Back to your back to your topic at hand. <laughs> it's um, almost Easter. <laughs> <laughs> so the next subject I want to cover is uh, is cottonwoods and poplars, because Cotton I mentioned those a little earlier. Um, cottonwoods are a first choice for a lot of people, and I admit I'm guilty in having planted cottonwoods as well. They're cool looking. Downside to those things, besides the fact that when cottonwoods actually produce the cotton... Blows I'm, everywhere. Yeah, blows everywhere. I'm highly allergic to it. A uh, lot of us are. Really? And so that's problem number one. Number two is that uh, cottonwoods and poplars tend to grow fast and then die. You mm. know, all, They put all the strength of the root into growth and leave nothing in savings. And so if something mm. goes bad, they start dying, and now you've got these uh, these tree branches that are 50 feet up that are dead. Right. Just waiting for a windstorm or a random accident to... Snap them off? Snap them off. Yes. Ah. So avoid the cottonwoods and the poplars. The so, poplars are great, though, for a fence line. Like, if you need to hurry and get something going up in the back to protect yourself from... Oh, I, yeah. I've been there and done that. I planted yeah. a, a row of uh, of poplars along my back um, yard, the back side of the backyard, 
to uh, to reduce the wind damage and to just give myself a little bit of nature there. So what about in that situation? Is that a, is that a yay or a nay? Well, uh, then my neighbors started complaining long and loud about those things, and they started dying, and I started removing them, and uh, yeah, eventually they they all were gone. But especially after um, you know, the next story that I've got, I started looking at those poplars, and I was much more motivated to not have them there. So I was at a little peewee football game. I think the kids were, I don't know, nine, ten years old. Right. And uh, just watching one of the kids play football. Um, they actually had little cheerleaders there. Oh, how cute. Yeah. And so we were sitting there in this big park. Uh, there was cottonwoods behind and above us. And just in the middle of one of the plays, and it it wasn't uh, really windy, it was, there was a light breeze. Mm. So, middle of one of the plays, we hear this snap, crackle, pop. Oh. And there wasn't any cereal in the area. We had a tree branch <laughs> uh, that actually fell, and I'm going to say it was about 30 feet away from me. Somebody scooped up a child that that branch oh, would have no. hit. Really? And, you know, the branch was, I'm going to say it was about 25 feet long. So it would have probably killed that child. So those branches are really prone to snapping off. So the child was saved and then the branch hit the grass and then you had a uh, a twig, basically, that, that broke off one with the impact. Yeah. And it, uh, I, 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 I'm just going to use the word ricochet because I don't know what word to use, but it hurled forward really? and impaled one of those cheerleaders. Oh, you're kidding me. Um, it broke skin. It broke the bone on her forehead, and you could see brain. What? Um, oh, my goodness. That's amazing, really. I mean, the force of that. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to her afterwards. I never heard that story, you know, how it finished. I hope she ended up being okay. Right. But, um, you know, these are the kinds of things that can happen with cottonwoods and poplars. So is that, that is specific to those, um, what would you call it, type of tree? It's not yeah, just something that will happen with any tree. No, it's, yeah, this one is cottonwoods and poplars. So if you're tempted to put that in your yard, again, I'm not telling you not to do so, but do so knowing that you can have that sort of issue in your... Branch breakage and, and right. the hazards that come from that. Yeah, and I, I I probably should just reach out and say, you know, don't do it. But, you know, I don't know if somebody's living on a 50-acre farm. Right. You know, I, I don't know what people's circumstances are. So what I'm going to say is just... Be wary and uh, cognizant, you know, aware mm. of of what a fully grown tree might do to the landscape. Yeah, you, d you just don't yard. ever hear of that. You just hear, oh, poplars go grow quickly and they make right. a great fence line. Right. So uh, we're going to cover uh, some of the other kinds of trees and their strengths and weaknesses in the next segment. Um and uh, at the end, we're going to make you, Heidi, master of your mansion as relates to trees. But we're not going to do that this time around. So not yet. If, you have to wait. If we uh, want more information, you can always go to homemedicworld.com. Home Medic World. Home Medic World. Ah, notice that. Yeah, it used to be Home Medic USA. Now it's Home Medic World. <laughs> and... Um, and we'll just finish up. Be I yourself, Heidi. Guess that means my mansion, my tree mansion can be anywhere in the world. Ooh, we can mm. put you in Uzbekistan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll have to consider that. <laughs> I think she'd rather be in Fiji. <laughs> 
So uh, be yourself, Heidi, because only you get to be in Uzbekistan and Fiji at the same time. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty lucky. This is Julie McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. And if you're listening to Home Medic, then you probably have a project you've got to do. So our essential oil today is really going to help you. It's our doTERRA Motivate, which is actually my favorite blend. Oh, it's amazing. And it smells amazing. And it promotes feelings of confidence and, and courage and belief. In fact, Julie wears it every day as perfume. And I do that as well. It's one of our very, very, very favorite emotional oils. If, if you would like to know more about the essential oil Motivate or need a little kick in the butt, go ahead and reach out to us. Natural Solutions at homemedicworld.com.